What's up, y'all? This your girl, Quandra. It's Talk About It Thursday, and you already know we about to get into it. Okay. So, what I need you to do is click the bell, hit follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you can be notified when there's a new EP. Also, go to charliebynaq.com, click ministry, receive, put in all your information so that you can receive weekly uplifting messages straight from your girl. Okay, now let's get into it. What's up, sis? Welcome back. It's Talk About It Thursday. You already know. We about to get into it. Welcome to my TED Talk, period. Let's talk about it. Because I got to tell you something that I had to tell myself this week. Ain't nobody going to do it for you, sis. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Yes, that's proper improper English. I do not care. Ain't nobody going to do it for you, sis. Nobody is going to pick you out of the bed and put you in the bathroom to get you ready for work so you can get there on time. Ain't nobody going to sit at the table and write the business plan for you. Ain't nobody going to block your debit card from swiping when you want to get those buy one, get one, boo and sneaker combo. Ain't nobody going to do that for you. You got to be the one. You have to be the one to get these things done for yourself. You got to be the one to get up early. You got to be the one to create your business plan. You got to be the one to stay on the budget. You have to be the one to do it. Nobody's going to do it for you. Think about Jesus. When he was about to be crucified, he understood that nobody else could possibly take his place for his destiny you see your life has already been predestined so you have a destiny and cannot know nobody else can step into what god has predestined for you jesus understood that before he was crucified he said lord take this cup of suffering if you can but it's your will not mine he understood that that was his destiny he had to go up and do what he had to do So I'm telling you today, sis, ain't nobody going to do it for you. This is what I had to tell myself because I was in this and still am overcoming in this thing of this, this rut of in the morning, not feeling like getting up. Like my daily routine is to get up at five o'clock and study and I rebuke every demonic or evil spirit every evil person in the name of jesus listening to my routine is probably going to try to pop up and do something to the girl because that's happened before spiritual spiritual attacks but anyway i'm i'm telling it because it's a part of my story it's gonna that's gonna help this message on today to help hopefully help you my routine is to get up and study and so therefore a couple days after week last week i didn't get up i was like no nah, you know what i'm just gonna Stay in the bed, get a little extra couple hours, couple minutes of sleep, and then I'll get up and just go to get ready to go to work. I can study when I get home, and then those couple days turn into the next week. You know, it 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 progressed itself, and so it got me off schedule. And then I started to feel a type of way about myself about getting off my schedule and getting comfortable, being stagnant. I was like, listen here, girl, ain't nobody going to do it for you. Ain't nobody going to get you up at five o'clock and put you in this chair and open the book up for you. Nobody's going to do that. Ain't nobody going to write the outline for the workshop on the 26th. Ain't nobody going to do that for you. Ain't nobody going to make the packages for you. You got to get up and do that yourself. So that's why I'm, and, and that's helped me. 
It's helped me. Uh, the weekend, I got up and I did what I had to do. I created the plan for the day and I did what I had to do. It's helped me. And so I'm going to share with you. It's helped me listen blatantly. I'm telling you, ain't nobody going to do it for you, sis. You got to get up and you got to be the one to do it. Your life is your destiny and not for anybody else to take on. It's for you and you have to go and get it. You have to go and get it. And you have to humble yourself. We're, we're in the mindset people think that God humbling you is a good thing. Oh, God going to humble them. God going to humble me. Listen, when God humbles you, it's not a good thing. Because when he humble you, humbles you, he takes things away from you. His way of humbling you is removing you from his grace. And that's not okay. Like, that's not a good thing. Think of all the nations that did not honor him. He allowed other kings to take over those nations that turned from him because they exalted themselves. They went up to high places for themselves. And so the Lord allowed those other kingdoms to overcome them. He humbled them by removing himself. You, oh, you want to be big and bad? You want to do it like this? You want to get comfortable and stay right here? Okay, bye and see how you like that. But when you do it, but when you step up and you humble yourself before God, that's when he gives. You receive the grace. You receive forgiveness. You receive the restoration. You receive favor in your desires. But it's only when you do it. Only when you do it. There's plenty of people in the Bible where the Lord has blessed. He's like, because you have humbled yourself, I'm going to give you this. Like the story that I was telling you about in my broadcast to my daughter where um the king was doing things that were displeasing to god and when he received the prophecy from the prophet he humbled himself and fasted and the lord said because you have humbled yourself i'm not going to punish you in your time but in your but in your son's time is when the punishment when the punishment will be given when you humble yourself the lord gives grace forgiveness restoration you gotta you gotta be the one to do it you gotta be the one to do it think about reverence reverence do you do you respect him enough think about cain and abel's offering the lord did not accept cain's offering because it wasn't his first simple Cain just gave him a little bit of this, this, a little, little bit of this, this, this. Like we, like we make up the little bit of things where we want to give to God. We want to, I wanted to sleep in and give God my time in the evening instead of giving him the first part of my day. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. He did not accept Cain's offering because it was not his first. But Abel, he said, Lord, here go, let me get this lamb. This fresh lamb, Lord, here you go, period. Take it. And he was blessed because he gave God his first reverence. He did that. Not because he had to, because he wanted to, because he loved them, because God is worthy of your first. He did it at his own will. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, and I will hear from them 
in heaven and will forgive them of their sins and restore their land. Why do you say, why do you think he says that I will hear from them? It has to be because he wasn't hearing you before because you was too busy comfortable. You was too busy making excuses. He wasn't listening. But when you humble yourself and pray and seek his face, turn from your wicked ways, then he will then hear from you and forgive you and restore all the things, all the things that you need. So I'm sharing this with you today to hopefully encourage you to get off of your butt, to get out of your feelings, Naquandra, and do it. Do what you have to do. Nobody is going to do it for you. I was listening to Latoya Okia, and she's talking about push yourself. Push yourself. We got to get over this spirit. We got to defeat this spirit of false fatigue where we feel like we're so tired all the time. And we can't do it, and I don't feel like it. That's false fatigue. That's the spirit of the enemy trying to keep you stagnant, comfortable, keep you depressed and, and talking down and looking down on yourself like you ain't accomplished nothing, that you can't do nothing more than what you already have. And I'm telling you today, that's not what my God said. He said, I can do all things through Christ because it is he who strengthens me, period. Listen, my students got me saying period more than I should. So excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. But seriously, ain't nobody going to do it for you. And side note, listen, see, the, the problem is, since we're talking about exalting ourselves, the problem is that that's what we want to do. We want to exalt ourselves. We want to catch, listen, we want to take the, take the, um, um, the, the responsibility of finding solutions and fixing things and doing this and doing this. We want to, we want to exalt ourselves. We want to be the reason we want to be glorified, but it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Luke 18 and 14 says, I tell you this sinner, not the Pharisee return home justified before God for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He's talking about the Pharisee and the sinner who were in the temple praying and the Pharisee is sitting up saying his old regular smegular regular prayer um, all thinking almighty of himself and the sinner is over here pouring out his heart's portion to the Lord for, for forgiveness and repentance. He said it's not the Pharisee that's going to go home blessed. It's the sinner who will be exalted before the Lord because he therefore is genuine in what he has going on. He's not looking for the Lord. He's looking for the Lord. Huh? Come on. He's not looking for the glory. He's looking for the Lord. The problem is we want to exalt ourselves. But I'm telling you, sis, you need to humble yourself. And remember, ain't nobody going to do it for you because you're not too good for it. You're not too good to fast. You're not too good to get up early and spend time on the craft and the gifting that the Lord has given you. You're not too good to stay up late and work on the craft that the, of the gifting that the Lord has given you. You're not too good to pray for your sister, for your family. You're not too good. Humble yourself, period. Because ain't nobody going to do it for you. I'm talking to me. I'm looking at this camera talking to me. Talking to you, talking to me. Okay. 
Sis, I hope you was blessed by this message just as much as I was. And I'm just going to pray that, that you continue to go forth in everything that the Lord has placed in your heart and on your mind to do. That you remain steadfast in your faith in every assignment of the Lord. Remember to walk in the character of Christ and you will overcome all things. For all things work for the good of those who love the Lord. And that's it. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk, sis. Remember the workshop, No More Excuses, sis, is on March 26th from 11 to 12.30. It will be live on Zoom, you, me, and some other women of God. And we will just get into the things that's keeping us from being transparent with God. We're going to overcome trust issues and triggers. You're going to have the whole No More Excuses Life Workbook to work through at your own leisure. But we're going to go through the first couple chapters together. And I promise you, you will leave abundantly blessed. Also, make sure you're staying connected with me by going to my website, charliebynaq.com. Go to ministry, click sign up so that you can receive weekly encouragement throughout the week. Also, get your Christian apparel, the I Am Affirmation t-shirts. I am God's daughter. I am a Christian woman breaking generational curses. I am clothed with strength and dignity. Come on, I am. I am. Okay? So, sis, be abundantly blessed and have a wonderful day. And I will be speaking with you soon.